Hey friend, I'm Laura Lee and welcome to Living in the Light. Here on the podcast, we share our stories of how Jesus has brought us from the dark and into his glorious and powerful light. This is a space for you to be encouraged and to remember that your story matters because with God, even the brokenness has incredible purpose and meaning. I'm here to bring real life to light. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Today I am sharing a conversation I had with my sweet friend, Dream. Yes, her name is actually Dream, and I found it only fitting that she come on the podcast during this season where we are talking about dreaming with God and believing Him for immeasurably more. Not only did I want to have her on the podcast because her name is Dream, but also because the Lord used Dream during a really pivotal time in my journey through the wilderness dreaming with God, but learning how to surrender the deeply painful places in my heart where I'd been wounded and letting God heal me. In today's episode, we share the story of how the two of us met and how the Holy Spirit led her to pray with me one normal Sunday in a bathroom hallway of Church of the City in the middle of Hell's Kitchen in Manhattan. In tears at church, I cried out to God for help, and dream was an answer to prayer that day. And our encounter at the church didn't stop there. Our friendship has continued to grow, and now we've been able to do life alongside one another through Rise Collective Women, and we've just continued to be friends. Her friendship has blessed me as I have witnessed how she loves God and His Word and truly lives out her faith in the gospel of Christ here in New York City. She doesn't just know God's Word, she does it, and she trusts God with big faith. Dream truly lives out a life of believing God for immeasurably more. In today's episode, Dream also shares her testimony. She tells of God's faithfulness in her life and how she's experienced Jesus take her from the dark and into His glorious and powerful light, and how because of Him, she's been forever changed. Be encouraged, friend. Here's my conversation with Dream. Well, Dream, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sis Lorelei. I am so honored that you've taken time out of your day to come and talk to me, and you are constantly encouraging me with your life, Dream. Oh, and, Jesus, Sis Lorelei, I'm glad. And that's always your response. Yes, it's you all him. She always says that. She says, I, I, I compliment, just Dream, thank you for your obedience. Thank you for walking and you know, doing the thing God asks you to do, and you always say, "Say what do you say?" It's Jesus. It's Jesus. Oh, Jesus, because he it said is. in John, it's John fifteen five. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart it's all from Jesus. me, you can do nothing. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Nothing. It's the Holy Spirit, His enablement, and it's all Jesus' mm. grace. He said His grace. He says His grace is sufficient. It's more than enough. So that's why I say it's all Jesus. He gets all the glory and all the praise. And His power. It goes on to say His power is made perfect yeah, in our weakness. In our weakness, and, and I still have weakness, and He still is showing and shining through me, even in my weaknesses. He and does. Brokenness. Yes. And we share those things in community. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you've shared with me yes. weak parts of, you know, your weeks. And I share yes. with you, you know, what I'm going through and of struggling course. with. And we pray. Yeah. And we ask the Lord to help us. And 
I just continue to to see him take you from strength to strength. Amen. And yes. you encourage me with your joy. Yes, I'm glad. It's I was all reading Jesus. I was all reading Jesus. this morning in Second Corinthians where it says, uh, God loves a cheerful giver. God it's loves so a cheerful yes. giver. And I think of you and just that big smile that you always have on your face and yes. you know, I don't I don't wanna be reluctant to give. I don't wanna yes. just give mm-hmm. and you know, serve out of um, you know, just like, oh, I need to love people today. Yes, or, that's true. And I love that the joy of the Lord is your strength, truly. Yes, it so is. So you encourage truly. me in that. Oh, sis Lily, I'm glad. It's all Jesus. Like I always say, it's all him, his power through the it Holy is. Spirit working it out in me and through me. So Dream and I have quite a story. And first of all, I love that your name is Dream. <laughs> and I am yeah. sure the listener is kind of giggling too, because this season is all about dreaming with God. Yes. And about believing God for the dreams that he puts on our heart. Because he he does always have immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. Yes. According to his power that's at work within us. That's Ephesians 3, 20 through 21. And, you know, we just keep going back to that mm-hmm. this podcast season. And I wanted you to come on the podcast today, one, to share our story of how God yes. um, worked through our encounter at church and yes. has continued to develop a friendship and how he's moved in my life and yours yes. through it. Um, but then also for you to share your personal story of how Jesus has come and taken you from the dark and into his glorious and powerful light. Yes, uh, There's power in our testimonies, and I believe that the Lord wants to encourage someone listening today through your story. So first of all, Dream and I met at Church of the City, New York. It was a Sunday in the middle of July. July 25th says my journal. Uh, I have my journal out from that day yes. and I was really going through it. It was, um, I'd been in the wilderness for what had felt like so long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, not that long in, in hindsight, but you know, when you're going just day by day through yes. a time that feels so weary and confusing and um, God's just pruning things out of you, it it's just, at that point, I was like, Lord, get me out of the wilderness. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. Why are we still, you know, just show me show me where I'm going. And I even had friends at that time that I remember the Lord was really teaching me about um, being able to rejoice with those who rejoice. Mm-hmm. And re- rejoicing with those who rejoice doesn't always mean that you're going to be in the place of rejoicing when God mm-hmm. asks you to rejoice with others. Yes. That you know, someone's going to get engaged and someone's going to get their dream job. And, um, you know, all of these things were happening around me. God, God was letting me bear witness to some of my best friends seeing the fulfillment of long-awaited dreams. And I was like, Lord, do you have, what do you have for me? Like, do you have, what about my dreams? What about all that we've talked about in this season? What about all that we've prayed through? And um, as I've shared on the podcast, is Rise Collective House. It's, you know, I had been this long journey and um, so many shut doors and it felt really confusing. And um, that's where I was that morning. And I ended up um, a few different things. The Lord was just asking me to surrender that morning at church. And and I, I just was weeping. I, I was brought to tears in the service and um, the Holy Spirit was just having me lay um, 
lay a few things before him and I I sat there dream in I remember where I was sitting the seat I was sitting in and I sat there and I just called out to God I cried out to him and I have some of my words here in my journal I just got it out because um, I remember that you know asking God for help and you being you know uh, a laborer that he sent Mm -hmm. um, to come alongside me and to pray with me and so these are my words Um, in my journal I said dear Lord I am confused and I know that you know what you're doing God, comfort my broken heart. Heal the places in my heart where I'm hurt. God, make sense of this moment where things don't seem clear. Help me see a glimpse of where you're taking me. Um, God, you have not abandoned me. God, you are with me and you are caring for my heart. God, come to me right now and help me. Come to me and give me clear understanding of what this day is about. Lord, help me forgive. Lord, I give you my pain. I give you the forgotten and neglected feelings I feel. You have not forgotten me. You've not left me. Your love is for me and you cherish me. Lord, you are making a way in the wilderness and you are doing a new thing. Lord, free your kingdom plan. Lord, I love that. Set free your kingdom plan. Help me to see the promised land soon. And I just those words mean so much to me right now because I have seen him take me into where he was he was taking me but that surrender was kind of um, an igniter for new healing that I experienced in the closing of that chapter and um, I asked for help and he sent me help so to continue the story I went to the bathroom right dream yes I went to the bathroom, and I walked down the stairs at our little church um, in Manhattan, Church of the City, and I'm crying. I probably looked like I was crying. Could you tell I was crying? I didn't have my glasses on. Okay, she didn't have her glasses on. This is even more evidence of the work of the Holy Spirit, because she didn't have her glasses on, and yet um, she asked me for prayer, and she just turned around, and we were waiting in line, and she said, um, could I pray with you? And I needed prayer so badly in that moment. So, of course, I was like, yes, you may pray with me. And we walked around the corner, and we were just standing in the hallway together. And Dream, in the beautiful way that you dream, started praying over me. And there were some specific things you said that I took note of in my journal because the Lord just encouraged me through your prayer. And um, I felt so seen in the midst of the wilderness and that was all because of your obedience to pray with me and the God and God um, speaking through you. Um, so, can I pass the torch on the story uh, to you right now? I just would love for you to pick up, um, you know, what led you there that day because I soon found out you didn't go to Church of the City. Yes, I <laughs> guys, I don't even go to Church of the City. I go to Times Square Church, and that's my home church. So I just decided for a different reason, not like not a reason the Holy Spirit leading me a different reason I decided to go to church of the city and then I just went to the bathroom but I felt the Holy Spirit I didn't even know it was him per se but I he does that with me he'll drop it in my spirit to ask people different people it's not like everybody it's just specific people who have me ask if they yeah. need prayer for anything and so sis Laura Lee was one of the people 
And so I remember talking to her and saying, do you need prayer for anything? And the funny thing, guys, look at how the Holy Spirit works. I believe there was a girl in front of us. Remember Cecilia Lee? Yeah. There was a girl in front of us. I didn't ask her if she needs prayer. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm I think honored. there was a girl behind us, behind Cecilia Lee. But it's just that God is so specific. He sees us. He cares for us, our hearts. And he loves us. He says he engraved us on the palm of our hands. And so he had me that day to meet Cecilia Lee and to become friends with Cecilia Lee and to bless her and, you know, to encourage her with Hosea 2.15, how God would make the Valley of HR valley of trouble a door of hope you know and he can do it for you guys as well he's done it for me he can do it for you guys as well but it was a beautiful story how me and sis literally yeah. met following the holy and spirit's obedience he dropped in my spirit asked her if she needs prayer for anything i didn't know if she needed prayer for anything yeah. but the lord knew because he knows you guys he knows your hearts he knows your hearts cry he does and you didn't even you know i kind of had thought you came to church this city today <laughs> no. for me like the holy spirit sent you and yes he did but how like you came to church of the city just because you wanted to yes he didn't lead me it's not like the holy spirit told me to go there sometimes he tells me to go to church but i was just like for a different reason i was like oh i'm gonna go to church of the city and yet the holy spirit led me once i got to the bathroom she dropped in my spirit to tell Cicely if she needs prayer for anything. So God can take it, different reasons why we may do something, but he can work it for his good. He might yeah. have a different plan. And the power of prayer in that. that yes. Just the tangible help that God yes. sent me. You know, he, he says, ask me anything in my name and I will do it for yes. you. Like, come, come to me all who are weary and, you know, heavy and I will give you rest and yes. you know I like I, the prayer I read I asked him for help and I go to the bathroom and there he's like I have a child here that wants to help you that I'm going to speak through um, and I specifically remember I remember you um, talking about the wilderness yes. and you mentioned several people in the bible that you said you know Daniel was not stuck in the lion's den yes. that Joseph uh, wasn't left in prison in his story that um who else did you say? I'm trying to remember. Maybe Hagar. She wasn't left yeah, in the wilderness. Yeah, Hagar, Hagar. wasn't mm-hmm. left in the wilderness. And that meant a lot to me because of how stuck I felt that God was just reminding me that he was taking me like the Israelites. He was taking me somewhere. And I could trust that we would get to where we're going. That I just had to you know, hold on to him tight and yes. keep faith. Like That's what he just wants us to continue to have faith in him that he was working out something really good in me and i look back in it now and it's you know those wilderness seasons produce so much fruit because of how uh, we learn to love god and how he strips those idols away which i could you know we could have a whole conversation about the wilderness but one that passage i want us to sit in for a little bit longer is it in Hosea where like you said the valley of acre becomes a door of hope that's Hosea 2 15 will you read that passage for us sure I would definitely read it it really blessed me and still blesses me it's such a good verse okay guys it's Hosea 2 15 it says and there I will give her her vineyards and make the valley of acre a door of hope a door of hope that he makes the darkest valleys that's his redemption it is he always provides a way for a door of hope um, and that you and I both know it's through Jesus Christ now I would love for you to share some of your story with how you personally dream have experienced um, the power of Jesus take you from the dark truly into his glorious and powerful light and 
you know, that goes along with that Valley of Acre, that how has he taken a Valley of Acre and brought you through to a door of hope? Oh, I would love to share, guys. I'd love to share my testimony because you never know who will bless because there's nothing you face that Jesus Christ won't bring you through. He is so loving and kind and compassionate, yet faithful, yet strong and mighty. He's not even just God. He's called Almighty God. And he can definitely bring you through. He encouraged me with Hosea 2.15, how God would make the Valley of Acre, a Valley of Trouble also it's called. He would make it a door of hope. Valley of Trouble. Yes. And so whatever valley you're in right now, it can look ugly. It can look horrible. It can Mm -hmm. look like it's never going to change. And yet, no, we serve a faithful, almighty compassionate kind God that will bring you through he says he always causes us to triumph in Christ and that doesn't say sometimes it says always he always causes us to triumph in Christ and he is our victor who rules and reigns supreme and he's going to give you the victory guys he's going to pull you out there is light at the end of the tunnel because we serve the prince of peace Jesus Christ so with my story how the Lord encouraged me with this verse I've been through all kinds of valleys guys oh my goodness I was when I was 24 25 I'm awesome years old now I'm 32 but when I was 24 25 i was suicidal i was depressed i had anger unforgiveness what else hadn't happened to me i had hurt and the lord lifted all that off me and really strengthened me and redeemed my story and made good friendships and good relationship with my grandmother and even a brother kind of like god is still working in that area what else the lord freed me of that anger freed me of the suicidal inclinations freed me of the depression like everything he just freed me and lift me i also had demonic stuff too we got as you guys know it's in the bible all throughout the bible you see evil you see good and so i even had demonic oppression the bible says jesus name is the name above every name at the name of jesus every knee will bow and tongue confess he's lord and i went for a deliverance kind of not service but prayer for a minister and he prayed for me and the lord broke that off me even so i've been through all kinds of darkness and then most recently when i was my latter part of my 20s into 30s i had um been hospitalized four times with my mental health i've been diagnosed with schizophrenia but i want to share any listener who's here if you have any kind of mental health concern you know disorder or any kind of concern know that the lord is sovereign he rules and reigns over any kind of diagnosis because my sis literally would tell you she sees me i'm thriving by god's grace and by his empowerment and yet what the enemy meant for evil all those hard stuff guys i've even had two friends die my parents divorce i've had rejection from some guys that are like you name it self-esteem issues you name it i've realized that god makes the valley the wilderness that valley of trouble in all of our lives he can truly make it a door of hope because now it's my joy I encourage anyone going through suicidal inclinations, depression, maybe they have rejection, maybe they have fear, maybe they have unforgiveness, mm-hmm. maybe their parents divorced, maybe they're just going through sadness. Whatever they're facing, I'm able to show them that the Lord brought me through. He can do the same thing for you guys. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, the Bible says. What he did before, he can do it again. There's nothing that can stop our God, absolutely nothing, because he's so compassionate and kind, and he's willing to sit in with us. Okay? He says in Psalms 46, 1, God is our refuge and strength. He's a very present help in trouble i like to say in real time or facetime he's a present help in time of trouble and the lord brought me through all these heavy hard stuff and he made my valley of trouble acre of a door of hope and he's still making it a door of hope he's still helping me with mental health concerns he's still helping me with the other things i face he's jesus is so wonderful and so beautiful and so magnificent and so mighty yet so kind and so compassionate he's so beautiful and wonderful and he loves you guys more than mm. anything else and he's just to know his beauty how he's such a tangible personable god yeah. He wants to be in very details of your life. It says in the Bible, he orders the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. He delighted in the detail to bring me through, and he delights in the detail to bring you guys through. You're not going to stay stuck. No, never. You're not going to stay stuck because we serve such a faithful God, Jesus. Amen. And dream it's 
it's so evident that he not only has saved you and brought you through to the valley of hope, he sustains you. Yes. And I think that is the fight of faith. You're always asking me for prayer that you would be able to um, fight the good fight, that you would, you know, take up the armor of God and that um, spiritual warfare would be fought well through your life. And for those listening who need hope today, how would you encourage them in the midst of their brokenness and their weariness? If they're in the middle of the wilderness, um, how would you encourage them? Guys, I would tell you, you might be in a hard season, which like I have been in and still am in to a point, but know that this is not the end. This is just someone has said just a chapter in your story. And God's the ultimate storyteller and he holds the key. He's sovereign over every step. What may seem like a detour is also part of his plan. And I know he's going to give you guys victory. And I want to encourage you with Luke 18.1. It says, commit not to continue to pray at all times and never give up. So I want to encourage you to continue mm. to pray and to never give up, even if it looks hopeless. It says in Romans how Abraham hoped against hope. Even other translations say, even when there was no human reason for hope, he still hoped. He hoped against hope. And you can hope today against hope. You can hope today even when there's no human reason for hope because you serve a God of hope. You serve a God who does the impossible, who's a way maker. I've seen him come through for me financially when I wasn't working. I'm not working now, but I just got a temp job. By God's grace, he opened the door for me. I've seen him provide for me. I've seen him give me grace. His grace is so sufficient, it's more than enough. I've seen him give me hope and peace. His peace passes all understanding, guys. And I know he can do the same for you. And I've seen him strengthen me. He says in Psalms, he strengthens his people and blesses them with peace. I've seen him do it, and I know he can do it for you guys. So if you're in a hard season, in a season where you don't know what's going on, you don't know how it's going to work out, you don't know what's going to be your next step, know that mm-hmm. Jesus' grace is sufficient. Know that he's right there with you. He says in Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, for he is with you. Be not dismayed, for he is your God. He would strengthen you and help you he's upholding you by his righteous right hand that's part of the verse know that he will strengthen you and he is upholding you even if you feel like you're not being Mm. upheld know that you have a god who's behind you who holds your hand who's walking with you and so he will uphold you guys he absolutely will because i've seen him come through it time and time again for me in every regard he's done it for me guys he's jesus is so beautiful and wonderful and he can do it for you guys Mm. i think that ties so beautifully dream into this season of immeasurably more that you know, we've talked a lot about praying in faith and believing God for measurably more, but uh, wrestling with the tension of, you know, what what do we do in the in-between when we're waiting and when we're in the wilderness and um, when we're praying and we're not quite sure where God's taking us. And I just love the reminder that um, He's with us. He's upholding us. He is guiding us. He has not forgotten us. And that's the that's where the battle is fought, that we fight for faith. That like, you know, I said in my prayer a little bit and you know how you're you're saying these same words is that, you know, we just turn to him and we say, like, even even in the midst of this, God, like, I believe you. I trust you, calling out to him and um just trusting that he'll give us the next step. He'll send us the next person to love on us and to care for us and to encourage us. So I want to ask you, in your story right now, I know you've expressed that you're waiting on you know, several things that you feel like you have dreamt about and continue to dream of. Why, why do you think it's so important to keep dreaming 
with God. I think it's so important to keep dreaming with God because we serve an ultimate, almighty, compassionate, yeah. kind God, and He knows what He's doing, and He calls us to have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, which is so tiny, but it grows to be a large tree. He calls us to have faith and to partner with Him, and it's important to keep dreaming with God because there's so much stuff God wants to do, but He wants to co-labor with us. It says in Ephesians, He created us to do good works, which He prepared in yes. advance. Yes. He prepared in advance for us to do, so we have to co-labor you were with Him. Born, before dream. we were born, He chose us before the foundation of the world Ephesians says so you guys are chosen and God has a destiny for your life and it's important to keep dreaming with him because he wants to use us to accomplish his kingdom work and it's a beautiful thing it's a wonderful thing I've seen God work and move in my life and in he's moving in Sister Laura Lee's life and he wants to move in your guys life as well and it's saying yes to him sometimes the yes will be there for us to say yes but we want to understand why we need to say yes but it's just saying yes in simple faith and watching the lord do what he does best which is do awesome work for his kingdom and for his glory and touch people's lives like only he can like only he can yes that's so encouraging so dream you live here in new york city and we met at church of the city but we've continued to grow in friendship and in community You've gotten involved with Rise Collective Women here in New York, and you've come to the Bible study in my apartment several times. You came to our Friendsgiving, and yes. you just always bless everyone by oh, just Jesus. your presence. Yes, Jesus through you. And one thing that I love about you is just the way you live your life and the vision God has given you for New York and for loving people and serving people here in the city. So. I would love if you would just share just what your life looks like week to week and how you see and experience God move. I know you have so many stories. I could listen to your stories all day long of just how you've witnessed uh, the gospel go forth that through um, the power of just words and sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, how others have come to believe and give their lives to him. Uh, So I'd love if you would share that. Okay, sure. It's all Jesus, and it's a wonderful, epic adventure with the Holy Spirit. Wonderful, epic adventure. Wonderful, epic adventure with the Holy Spirit. A verse that really challenged me is Ephesians 5.16. It says, make the most of every opportunity, for the days are evil. And I try to live by that. Um, What that means for me personally is seeing the person in front of me stopping for the one and seeing that person and trying to see do I need to encourage them pray for them or share my testimony and evangelize to them so my weeks look very different it's all the Holy Spirit if he leads me to go volunteer one day he led me the Holy Spirit led me to go volunteer um, with this organization called the Barry Mission and I felt to go to them and volunteer I volunteer all over with different organizations and on my way there I live far far away with the dinosaurs guys I live in Staten Island New York and so I'm headed to Manhattan And I'm on the ferry boat, and I see a guy on the top. There's three decks, three levels, I should say. So I'm on the top, very top level. And I, the Holy Spirit puts it in my spirit to tell this guy, Jesus loves you, and God has a wonderful plan for his life. So I tell him, and of course, I don't, at this point, I don't see anything happening right now, but I know the seed was planted, and that's very important to just be obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice, it says in Old Testament. So I did that. Then I go to the second level, and there's this gentleman there, and... I feel also to do that again, to tell him, Jesus loves you, God has a wonderful plan for your life. So I tell him, and this guy was so blessed by it, he ends up telling me that he is trying to get closer to the Lord <laughs> and wants to try to come to my church. And he started, we hugged, mm. he's, he asked me to hug me, he's, I kept encouraging him, he started crying, he was so blessed. That's just one story, I have other stories, Sister Laura Lee knows of mm. the Holy Spirit using me and leading me. It's all of Jesus' glory. He says we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the power belongs to God and not of us. That's 2 Corinthians 4, 7. And so God wants to use us 
every day. He has people for us to reach. Jesus says he wished no one should perish, it says in the Bible. He wished no one should perish, and there's beautiful people everywhere. I mean, one time I went to a girl in Union Square, and I'm still trying to witness to her, and she came to my church twice. I've talked to her. I've been there for her and her different relationship struggles, and the Lord wants to use us. That's the thing. So my days look different. I just follow what the Holy Spirit wants to do. If he wants me to take the bus here, go this way, volunteer, go do call someone encourage someone you never know what someone is going through and how jesus can use you to be the light it says in matthew we're the lights of the world jesus is the light but he also says we're the lights of the world and god wants to use us to shine forth his glory his love his kindness his compassion and also his kingdom to be brought to those in need you know amen amen i love the way you live your life it's just so beautiful and i'm praising god for you today i thank you Thank you for sharing your story, Dream, and I believe it really encouraged people listening. Okay, Dream, I want to close us um, by just asking if you would read the passage of scripture for this season, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 through 21. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. And I just want to ask, how are you experiencing the power at work in you, doing immeasurably more this week? I would say that I experienced the Lord doing immeasurably more than I can ask, think, or imagine. I've noticed him doing that and using me, like how all by Jesus' grace and all for his glory, how he'll put someone someone on my heart to pray for them and then or send them encouragement and then they're encouraged Mm. or sometimes i may share my testimony to witness to someone and that plants a seed in their life you know or the lord being faithful and even providing for me stretching me he's been stretching me in this season to trust in the lord with all my heart and lean on my understanding because in all my ways i need to acknowledge him he'll guide and direct my paths so i've seen him do immeasurably more than i can even ask think or imagine through his power work within me using me in a different beautiful awesome way just by saying yes to him and realizing he can do do immensely more than I can even ask, think, or imagine. He can blow our minds, guys, because he, I like to say, God doesn't speak English. Isaiah talks about that. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And whatever we're thinking, he can supersede that and just use us for his glory. Amen. Well, Dream, would you close us with one of your beautiful prayers? Okay. It's all Jesus. Sure. Abba Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Abba Father, we just thank you that me and Sister Laura Lee, yeah. we could come together and pray, oh God, thank and you, encourage God. the listeners. I, we just thank you, Abba, Jesus, Holy Spirit. We just thank you, Abba Father, for all you're doing. We can see, hear, taste, touch, walk about. We thank you we have your presence. You go before us and behind us. You hedge us in. We thank you, O oh Lord, that we know you, Jesus, and we know you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, O oh Lord, that you don't forsake us, oh God. You're right there with us. You bring us through every trial and temptation. You're just such a faithful, consistent God. We thank for all the blessings you bestowed on us we're truly blessing you abba father jesus and holy spirit you're wonderful and beautiful and awesome and amazing and glorious and kind and compassionate and we're just giving you thanks and praise for who you are you're just an awesome wonderful god 
Abba Father, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. Right now, I pray right now, Jesus, that you'd refresh every listener. You said, come to me, all you who are heavy laden, carry heavy burdens, and you'd refresh us. I pray you'd refresh every listener. I pray, Lord Jesus, you would encourage their heart. You're the God of all hope. I pray you'd fill them with hope. And Jesus, you said your grace is sufficient. It's more than enough. Give them extra grace as only you can, because you're not just God, you're almighty God. You're Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And just like Hagar prayed to you, she called you Elo Rohai, the God who sees. Help them to know that you see them right now in the situation they're in, and you're going to bring them through 110, 100%, 110%, 125%. You're just going to bring them through. There's nothing that they face that you are not God over. And Jesus, we thank you for your power that you can do it. I pray, Lord Jesus, you would strengthen them. You said you strengthen your people and bless them with peace. Strengthen them, O Abba Father. Strengthen them, Jesus. Holy Spirit, I pray you would guide them and direct them every step of the way in this new season. Jesus, we love you. We adore you. We worship you. We praise you. And I thank you for what you're going to do in these listeners' lives, O God, that they'll have their own testimony of you bringing them out of you moving on their life, of you using them, O Abba, you making a way for them when there is no way. Jesus, we love you. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening, friend. If you're loving Living in the Light, would you subscribe to the podcast? It means so much to me because it helps more people find the show. And I want others to be as encouraged as I am by the stories God is writing. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen that our Rise Collective community here in New York City is really growing, and we want more women to know about it and to get involved with us. Do you want to be a part of this community of Jesus-loving women in New York City? There's a Google Form link in the show description that you can fill out, and we will send you more information. Do you want to support or be a part of what God's doing through Rise Collective Women? It's nearing the end of the year, and we would love your support as we gear up for the new year and prepare for all God's doing and will do in the hearts and lives of women in this community all over the world. We are believing Him for immeasurably more. There's a link in the show description, or you can visit risecollectivewomen.com support to give today. Did you know there's going to be a Rise Collective house here in New York City? This season on the podcast, I've been telling bits and pieces of the story of this journey to the formation of a year-long discipleship living program here in New York City. The Rise Collective House is a residential house for 12 women to live in community as they grow together as disciples of Jesus Christ, living on mission here in New York City. It's for women from all walks of life, pursuing all different career paths, united in Christ. If this is something you would love to learn more about and would be interested in applying for, There's a Google form in the show description you can fill out for more information. I'm going to close by reading Ephesians 3, verses 20 through 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all that we can ask or imagine, according to his power that's at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. As always, thanks for listening, friend. Go in light and in love, and I will talk to you next week.